0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Maylari. So today's week 16 of the NFL. I'm going to break down some games, preview the Giants-Vikings game, preview the Patriots-Bengals game, and also give you guys some news across the NFL very quickly. It's going to be a quick episode. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve as well. Today's Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas. Hopefully everyone's doing well and having a good time with their families. So I'll start out with the Giants-Vikings game today at 1 o'clock. The Vikings, 11-3 record on the year, playing at home in a dome. So the Giants are out of the cold, which is a plus. I'm going to break down at probably the end of the episode some of the temperatures that a lot of teams are playing in today since it's one of the coldest days in the NFL, in NFL history, considering so many teams are playing in below zero-degree temperatures. But the Vikings, 11-3 on the year. Three and one in their last four games, coming off a 39 to 36 overtime win last week against the Indianapolis Colts. They trode 33 to nothing actually after the first half which is ridiculous. I mean, the Colts are not a good team. Being down 33-0 to them is never a positive, but being down 33-0, they end up outscoring the Colts 36-3 in the second half, getting the win. Kirk Cousins, quarterback for them, has had a good year, 34-54 passing in that game, 462 yards, four touchdowns and two picks. Justin Jefferson, phenom wide receiver for that Vikings team, 12 catches for 125 yards and a touchdown. Jefferson's the main problem for the Giants to watch out for today. If the Giants' pass rush has a good game and gets to Cousins quick, I think you can disrupt Cousins and make sure he doesn't have enough time to get the ball to Justin Jefferson downfield like he likes to do. So hopefully the Giants' pass rush has a good game. I think that'd be a big way to limit Jefferson's production. But obviously, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to put up at least some points. He's a great player. He's going to put up some points in fantasy and obviously get his 10 catches for 100 yards probably. But 12 for 125 and a touchdown last week for Jefferson. KJ Osborne, their second or third wide receiver, considering they've Adam Thielen as well. I'd say Osborne's their three. Osborne had 10 catches for 157 yards and a touchdown. He had a very good game last week. And then Dalvin Cook, four receptions for 95 yards out of the backfield. And then also 17 carries for 95 yards as well. Uh, So crazy game for him there, 190 yards total for Cook on the day last week against the Colts with a touchdown as well. So pretty good game for him. That's another guy the Giants have to watch out for. And then TJ Hawkinson. Tight end for the Vikings. They traded for him at the trade deadline from the Detroit Lions. That's a guy the Giants have to watch out for, too, since we've struggled in years past covering tight ends. We still do now, but not as bad as we once were. But we still do struggle against tight ends. So those are the guys to watch out for the, for the Vikings. As for the Giants at 8-5-1 on the year, coming off a primetime win against the Washington Commanders on Sunday Night Football. The Giants won that game 20-12 to 12 over Washington. Daniel Jones was 21-32 of 32 in that game. With 160 yards, 10 carries for 35 yards. Had a huge pass on fourth and nine to Richie James in the second quarter. Right before halftime, the Giants got a rushing touchdown from Saquon Buckley. That was a huge drive for the Giants, especially considering we only won the game 20 to 12, so every score Matt is. DJ had a huge pass on fourth and nine in Washington territory, if I remember right, right around midfield. Uh, to Richie James. Richie James had a great game, four catches for 42 yards. Three of those four catches were first down, so huge game for him as well in clutch situations. Saquon Barkley, 18 carries to 87 yards and a touchdown last week. Also added five catches for 33 yards as well. The Giants need a ton of production out of him today. They need a big game out of him. They need a big game out of Daniel Jones. And the Vikings defense I mean, isn't even that good. The Vikings defense is not that good. I mean, they were 11-3 on the year, so you look at that, obviously you'd say they're a good team, they are a good team, not saying they aren't. But they did get 26 points to the Patriots. 26 points of Patriots scored on them. So if the Patriots offense, who has been struggling as of late and only could get 10 points against the Bills in week 13 and only 10 points against the Jets in week 11. So with all that considered, the Giants should be able to move the ball today and score points. Hopefully Daniel Jones is a big game and Saquon Barkley as well. Obviously that's the Giants' Two biggest playmakers right there. And then receiving-wise, I mean, we haven't really gotten any production out of Kenny Galladay since we gave him that big deal, four-year, $72 million in March of 2021. He's done nothing for the Giants. And then you look at it, Stormy Shepard's out for the year. He tore his Achilles. And then the Giants have Wanda Robinson out for the year with a torn ACL. They traded Kadarius Toney. So the Giants' wide receiving core is really Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, who's been great, practice squad pickup for the Giants. They picked him up in Week 10 from the Buffalo Bills. And then... Richie James, a the guy they got in the offseason for very low money. So that's the Giants' receiving core right there. Those are the three receivers in the Giants. So Daniel Jones has to have a big game tonight, obviously considering he doesn't really have much help on offense. Those three guys there, the Giants have to find a way to move the ball. The Giants going into this game are four-point underdogs. The Giants have lost three straight games to the Minnesota Vikings, losing in 2015. In this game, the Giants were without Odell Beckham Jr., so that was a tough game for the Giants without OBJ, losing that game in 2015, 49-17 at Minnesota. Then 24 to 10, the Giants lost in 2016 at Minnesota. And then 28 to 10, the Giants lost to the Vikings in 2019. At home at MetLife Stadium. So the Giants have overall struggled against the Vikings in their last three games, losing two of them at Minnesota and one of them at home. But hopefully the tides turn today. Minnesota averaging 25.1 points per game, which is eighth best in the NFL. The Giants scoring 20 and a half points per game, which is 20th in the NFL. The Giants have 32 sacks on the year, which is 18th in the NFL. The Vikings, I believe, have 33. So just either one more or one less than the Giants. They're not too far off. The Giants have four interceptions on the year, second least in the NFL. I think they add to that total today with two interceptions. That's one of my bold predictions for today. The Giants add two interceptions. That's without Adore Jackson. He's out another game. So the Giants' best defensive back's out. Obviously a big loss. And then they do not have Xavier McKinney. As well, he's another loss for that Giants secondary. Their best safety will be out again today. So, secondary's banged up. They need a big game from Jason Pinnock. Backup safety that's played well. Nick McLeod, backup cornerback that's been getting some reps. And then Donny Holmes and Cordell Flott. Both of those slot corners have been playing the outside a little bit since the Giants only have Fabian Moreau as the only healthy defensive back or cornerback, that is. But some guys to watch out for for the Giants. Kayvon Thibodeau, outside linebacker pass rusher, was the fifth pick in this year's draft. Coming off a monster 12-tackle game, nine solo tackles, a sack, a quarterback hit, three tackles for a loss, and a fumble recovery for a touchdown in last week's game, and a strip sack of Taylor Heineke. Huge game for him. The Giants have 12 sacks over the last three games, and a lot of those have been Kayvon Thibodeau just at least forcing the quarterback to go inside, and whether it's Leonard Williams, Aziz Ojalari, Ryda Johnson, Dexter Lawrence coming in and finishing the play. His win plays on pass rush snaps have been huge for the Giants, forcing the quarterback to make either a bad throw or go back in to the Giants' pressure. And then, obviously, it leads uh, a guy like Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence to get a sack for that Giants' defensive line. So, Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau, two guys to keep your eye on there. The Giants could clinch a playoff spot today for the first time since 2016 if they were to win today versus Minnesota. They need two other things to happen. Either the Detroit Lions lose to the Carolina Panthers, the Washington Commanders lose to the San Francisco 49ers or the Seahawks lose to Kansas City. I think Kansas City can beat the Seahawks. I think San Francisco can beat the Commanders. So if both those things happen today and the Giants beat Minnesota, they clinch a playoff spot on Christmas Eve, which would be a great Christmas gift to all Giants fans out there. I'm hoping for a big game from my boys, Gary Brightwell, backup running back, also the kick return for the Giants. And then Richie James, the starting punt return for the Giants, and also wide receiver as well. Hopefully a big game for both those guys. Two of my favorite plays in the Giants, and I'm root for them to have a good game today. At some point, I think Richie James is going to have a big kick return in the last three games of the season. Hopefully, today's the day and gives the Giants a spark for the special teams. I would give a prediction for today's game for the Giants, but I know when I give predictions, usually the Giants do not do well. I mean, they did win a lot of games early in the season when I did them, but recently I'd make a prediction the Giants would lose. So I'm not going to make a prediction for today's game, but hopefully the Giants get a win. Now, going to move on to some news across the NFL. Matt Ryan has been benched for the second time this season. In favor of Nick Foles this time. Sam Ellinger was the first time. Now it's Nick Foles getting the start over him. The Colts are 4 9 1 on the year. Matt Ryan was not great last week against the Minnesota Vikings 19 of 33 passing for 182 yards, a touchdown in an 83.1 passer rating. Had a 67% completion percentage on the year before getting benched, 14 touchdowns to 13 picks. In his return to the starting lineup in two starts. 415 passing yards across two games with three touchdowns and three picks and a 57% completion percentage. Jeff Saturday has made the jump to Nick Foles as a starting quarterback. Foles has only started one game in the last two seasons. He started the Bears in one game last year, getting a win for Chicago over Seattle in a 25-24 game. He was 24-35 of passing in that game for 250 yards, a touchdown, and also had a fumble lost in that game. In his career... He has a 29-27 record. He's also a Super Bowl champion and a Super Bowl MVP with 82 touchdowns to 43 picks. So I'm rooting for Foles to do well today. I've always liked Foles. I've always liked Matt Ryan. So I've always been a fan of both quarterbacks. So whoever gets a start for them, I'd be rooting for. So Monday night, big game against the Chargers. Nick Foles will be at the quarterback position for the Colts. So I'm excited to see what happens there. So one other game I want to highlight, the Pages are at home today at one o'clock versus Cincinnati Bengals. The Pages are out of the playoff picture right now. They're in the hunt. A win today would definitely help them out to get them back in the conversation. The Patriots have a 7-7 record on the year. The Bengals are 10-4. So obviously the Patriots are going to have to have a really big game at home saying on Christmas Eve to get themselves back in the playoff picture. One thing they have to do is stop Joe Burrow in the red zone. Joe Burrow the season in the red zone is the highest graded quarterback this season in the red zone. 21 touchdowns and 0 picks. A 112.2 passer rating. He's an MVP candidate this year. 31 touchdowns to 10 picks. A 68.2% completion percentage with 3,885 passing yards. On the year, Burrow's making his debut against the Patriots today. And usually, when a guy makes his debut against the Patriots, that's usually when Bill Belichick takes advantage of them and forces them to make mistakes that they typically wouldn't make. Belichick did that to Zach Wilson. The Jets were five and two with Zach Wilson before he's benched the first time. Those two losses were both against Belichick and the Patriots. He took advantage of him. Young quarterbacks, Belichick typically does take advantage of. Joe Burrow, obviously, he's been to the Super Bowl now. He's in his third year in the NFL. Obviously, a lot better of a quarterback than Zach Wilson. But point being is, though, Belichick, when you play him for the first time, he typically takes advantage of you and stops you from doing what you do best. And that's obviously throwing the deep ball and playing well in the red zone like Joe Burrow. So we'll see what happens, obviously. Uh, but as I said, Burrow's making his debut. Coming off a very good game last week, he had four touchdowns in the second half against the Bucks. That's a career high and a half of him. He hit Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd all for of touchdown receptions. For the first time in the same game ever, all three of those guys had touchdown receptions from Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase on the air, 71 catches for 881 yards and eight touchdowns. Just returned two games from a hip injury, but he's been playing very well on the air. And then T. Higgins, a rather big wide receiver threat, has had a very good year as well. Played very well for Joe Burrow. Without Jamar Chase in the lineup, he had 65 catches, for 894 yards, and six touchdowns on the year heading into today's game. So, pretty good season for him as well. Obviously, he a lot of threats uh, in the past game. And Tyler Boyd's just another one for them. But T. Higgins played very well as a wide receiver one without Jamal Chase in the lineup. The Bengals are also getting back defensive end Trey Hendrickson. He'll be back for the Bengals today at 20 sacks in the last two years. Coming off a broken wrist injury, but a very good pass rush. will be limited in pass rush snaps today, but obviously would rather him be on the field, at least for some of the game, rather than have him out completely. The Bengals, though, coming in, six wins in a row, very hot. And they also can get the number one seed if they were to win their last three games, and Kansas City loses one of their last three. So a lot to play for, obviously, for the Bengals in this game today. As for the Patriots, Mac Jones on the air, seven touchdowns to eight interceptions with a 65.8% completion percentage. The Patriots find themselves at 7-7 seven seven on the year, have lost three of their last four games, Coming off a disastrous loss last week to the Las Vegas Raiders on a lateral play at the end of the game as time expired. Former Patriots pass rusher at Chandler Jones. Got a lateral that Jacoby Myers was trying to get back to Mac Jones as time expired in Raiders' territory. If he just were to have fallen down and not trying to throw it to Mac Jones, the game would have ended and the Patriots would have found themselves in overtime against the Raiders. But at the end of the day... Chandler Jones jumps in front of the lateral, returns for a touchdown. The Raiders win that game. Tough way for the Patriots to lose, but it was a bad decision to even run a play, so it's on Matt Patricia and Joe Judge for okaying that. As for injuries, the Bengals are without Sam Hubbard with a calf injury and tight end Hayden Hurst. The Patriots are without Jalen Mills, one of their better defensive backs, and they're also without Devonte Parker, another wide receiver for them, has a concussion. As for NFL news across the league, Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald is out for tomorrow's game against the Broncos. He's unlikely to play the rest of the season, according to head coach Sean McVay. Rumor has it that head coach Sean Payton is going to return to a coaching job next year, talking about potentially getting Vic Fangio as his defense coordinator. Not sure where he's going to end up being. Could be Dallas. Could be the Los Angeles Chargers. Could be back in New Orleans with the Saints. Who knows? But. It is looking like he's going to leave his analyst job at the end of this season and go back to being a head coach in the NFL. Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts, is out for today's game versus the Cowboys. Backup quarterback, God de Minshew, will be getting the start for them. Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, is out for today's game versus the Atlanta Falcons. With the same PCL injury he's been battling for the last few weeks now, Tyler Huntley will get the start. Although he is banged up with a shoulder injury, he will be playing in today's game. There is a chance that former BC quarterback, Anthony Brown, gets some snaps for the Ravens today, if he were to go down with an injury. That's Huntley if he were to go down with an injury. Ravens are averaging nine points a game in the last three games with Huntley. So if Anthony Brown were to go in, who knows? Maybe mix it up and gives him a little bit more luck. Lamont Jackson has proven though how much he's worth with how poor the Ravens have been on offense without him. He's proven his worth in the last few games, considering they've only scored nine points a game in the last three weeks. Lamar Jackson will be a free agent at the end of this season, and there is a possibility he's not with the Ravens next year considering they're not giving him the money that he wants and he deserves. Who knows where he ends up? Could be the New York Jets. That's something people are talking about right now. And the last thing I'll mention is that the NFL Red Zone channel on Xfinity will be live today with Scott Hansen. Even though it is Christmas Eve and it's a Saturday, he still will be covering every single game in the NFL and every single touchdown on Red Zone, which is exciting. Anyways, it does conclude today's episode. Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. Merry Christmas. Hope everyone has a great holiday. And one last thing before I close, which I just heard about yesterday, Sen. Jason Kelsey and an the offensive lineman, Lane Johnson and Jordan Mylata, All three of those offensive linemen for the Eagles put out a Christmas album, two or three songs. It's actually pretty heat. So check that out if you get a chance on Jason Kelsey's Spotify. Uh, and then Mailata and uh lane johnson have a couple songs as well they're featuring in a song with kelsey and then my has his own uh which is pretty cool uh so check that out anyways that does wrap up today's episode as i said merry christmas everyone hopefully everyone has a great holiday and i'm looking forward to being back with another episode hopefully in the next few days thank you guys and enjoy it have a good one